Welcome back to Oh the Horror. Oh snap. Yeah, we've got a possible new co-host. Oh, it's only, it's possible. <laughs> I want to make it clear I was lured here under the pretenses that I had already been given the position. You already had the part. But good to know this is on an audition. Thank you. I, hey, <laughs> we got to make sure that it, there's a gel here. Okay. You know? Yeah. Like be- our conversations in person are great. What if we suck at this? <laughs> <laughs> I would be embarrassed. Would Personally, be, I would be it embarrassed. Would, it wouldn't be great. It'd be bad for my brand. Yeah. Should I should I tell them my name? You could also <laughs> do that. Yes. Hi. I'm Delali. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh Delali and I used to go to boarding school together and we uh what? We've been pretty pretty much best friends from mm. Nigh on ten years. It's been some time now. Yes. Um, I'm very loud, I can tell. Um <laughs> She's hype. Yeah. It's gonna be a struggle today. <laughs> she's gonna make it. Shavana's been going through some things, uh, but she's still here. I she's came still out here. I didn't even nap. <laughs> I didn't even nap. She was offered naps. She said no to naps. That's yeah. how much she cares about you. Yeah. Listeners. Are all of all one. <laughs> all of my mother. <laughs> What's um, up, girl? <laughs> so I guess we should start with um give us your your favorite horror movies. Ooh, okay. Like top three. Top three. I think for me, Rosemary's Baby. Hey, let's make that. Paramount Pictures presents Mia Farrow in a William Castle production. Rosemary's Baby, co-starring John Cassavetes, Ruth Gordon, Sidney Blackmer, Morris Evans, and Ralph Bellamy, written for the screen and directed by Roman Polanski, from the best-selling novel by Ira Levin, suggested for mature audiences. Really? Yeah. That's an odd. No one ever says that. I love that movie. Really? Yeah, no one ever picks Rosemary's Baby as their favorite horror movie. I just think, like... Mia Farrow's husband does her so dirty in that movie. (laughs) It's some of the shadiest shit I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm going to collude with these complete strangers to have you raped by the devil. Well, when you put it like that. So that you can be the entry port for Satan spawn into the world and I'm not gonna say shit. Yeah. You know what? All of that was unnecessary. That's All true. of that was a choice. Yeah. And it was strong. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. I yeah. think yeah, it's really about at the end of the day, men being evil. Yeah. Which personally I am I'm very into. Well, they usually are pretty evil. Rosemary's baby. Miss injury rules. Um, I also One would second. say... Let's see. Okay. What do you think Rosemary's Baby gets uh, out of 10 on IMDb? I have no idea what other people's, people's perception is. Uh, 7.6. Almost. What? 8. Okay. Yeah. A solid 8. Well, people are trash, and yeah. I don't trust their opinions. <laughs> and thankfully, they're not the ones talking into this mic. I am, so... Yeah, there you go. So you've been validated. <laughs> we bought these mics 
from the store. And yeah. now our opinion is the only one that matters. The only one that matters. Uh, all right, number two. Uh, original Carrie was Sissy Spacek. The girl who lives in that creepy house with her crazy mother. See the sin of her days and ways. Show her that if she had remained sinless, the curse of blood would never have come on her. The girl with the strange power. If I concentrate hard enough, I can move things. But tonight, no one will laugh at Carrie. If you don't have a date to the prom next Friday, would you like to go with me? She's with the best-looking boy in the senior class. He's trying to trick me again. She'll be voted queen of the prom. You know, I can make sure that you don't hurt Carrie White anymore. For Carrie, it will be a dream come true. For everyone else, it will be a nightmare. Original Carrie? Yeah, just Carrie. The original Carrie. Oh, the Carrie. original Carrie. With starring Stacey Spacek. Yes, Stacey yes. Spacek. Well, the... It's, <sighs> I don't even... Was there a new one? There's been so many Carries. I don't have time. I yeah. don't have time. I've, I haven't seen any of them. Mm-hmm. I just remember there was at least one that came out, I feel like, late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there was at one the like MTV three Movie years Awards, ago. Carrie won. Yeah. When I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen any of the other ones. But Sissy Spacek is such an odd very, human. Very odd. And the way that she, like, embodies... Like, just the horror of womanhood. I think this is, like, a through line also with mm. Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. Where in Carrie, you know, that opening scene where she gets her period and mm-hmm. no one has prepared her for what it is. And she's horrified. Yeah. Of course she's horrified. Mm-hmm. She, like, thinks that she's dying. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think it really captures kind of, like, an idea about womanhood that has been sanitized, which is that it is sometimes violent and horrifying. Yeah. Actually, it is often violent it's and horrifying. Usually. I will say in that opening scene, <laughs> nobody ever gets their period like that. No. No one has ever had a, a fount of blood. There was so much blood. So much blood. Your first period is like, what is this? Mm-hmm. What? Did I shit myself? Mm-hmm. Like, no, anyway, moving on, moving on from that disgusting topic. <laughs> but like, I remember seeing it and being like, is it, it's not like that. Yeah. It's not that. It's, it's Which just, is not to say that I don't like love my female body, whatever, whatever. I'm mm-hmm. down. I love women. I love my body. I'm not grossed out by things that come from my own body anymore. Yeah. But the moment of self-discovery being like, oh shit, this is it. Yeah. Like, for the next, yeah. what, 50 years, I'm going to oh, be doing I, this? I hid it for, like, a day. Yeah. I was like, mm, surely this will uh, this will go away. This will- Let's not <laughs> pretend I wasn't like, ooh. No. <laughs> ooh, casque <laughs> say. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it happened. Violent and horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it was just the worst thing ever. Yeah. So those two definitely mm-hmm. are. The f- I, I really love the movie, Carrie. Yeah. Have you ever read Carrie? No, I have not. It is. So it was his like Stephen King's book that made him Mm. who he is now. Mm. He had written other stuff, but Carrie was the first thing that got published. And then he became Stephen King. Mm -hmm. I hated it. Really? I really, really don't like it. So it's it's really, 
I assumed that it was going to be written like any other novel, but it's basically an after the fact. Mm. So it's um, a collection of interviews and like newspaper clippings and gotcha. stuff about like this town that was destroyed mm. by a psychic girl. Mm. Um, and it's like, all, it starts out with the interviews of her classmates that survived and um, neighbors and stuff. It's just, it's an interesting way of writing, but I, yeah, I was, I was really disappointed, <laughs> I have to say. But didn't live up to the applause. No, but so many of his books and movies are like, I mean, this the same thing happened with um The Shining. You know, mm. The Shining, the book is very different. Yeah, I didn't um, know that. Oh yeah, he doesn't even claim the the movie. He's like, oh. it's loosely based on something I wrote. Very interesting. Yeah, I feel like you're such a Stephen King historian. I, I learn love. a lot from you by proxy i have never read any stephen king actually never wow not even once shame what's the essential where do i start uh misery 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 is my favorite the movie version has kathy bates in it right i go through like seasonal stephen king's and i've i've read i've read a lot of his books multiple times Mm. but like Every Halloween, it's, you know, every every fall, I reread Salem's Lot. Mm. And then I, I also reread Under the Dome because that happens. It's like set around Halloween is when the dome happens to the town. Um, obviously, Salem's Lot is all about vampires. So it has that classic like horror Halloween-y kind of vibe. Um what are some other ones? Uh, Pet Cemetery. Mm. I reread once a year, um, but Misery is probably the best, the 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 most interesting one. Yeah, I'm reading Gerald's Game right now. And what are your thoughts? I'm I'm I like it. It's mm. it's a, it hasn't captured me as much as uh, some of his other stuff. I'm not sensing, but like some energetic yeah. enthusiasm from you. I, no. Yeah. Mm. Mm. To be seen. Yeah. Okay. TBD. What's your last? Wow. I'm going to make two very different propositions, okay. both of which I'm aware are ridiculous. And then I'm going to tell you what my actual answer is. Okay. So you're just going to sneak some more in there? Yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay. My two ridiculous propositions, and this is coming from someone who would not describe themselves as pro-Kate Hudson, but the skeleton key. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Honestly, that movie that, fucking slaps. That movie was so good. And it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Once they brought up lynching black people, I was like, oh no. Oh, oh. That I don't want that. I don't want that none of that smoke. Is so good. It's incredibly good. <laughs> I like I think that was one of the first times I'd ever been introduced to like uh what are they hoodoo? Yes. Hoodoo. Like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Like they're really going in. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a yeah. No, Skeleton Key is definitely up there with like new horror, like horror that came out in this you know decade or whatever. That stands up to classic horror for me, like Poltergeist and The Omen and The Exorcist, like the the real like classic classics. Skeleton Key is up there. Mm. And what's the other one with the uh, the. Oh, this is going to drive me crazy. The one with the, um, what is her name? She has two kids and they're like, she's like, you can't go outside. 
you go outside, you'll die. And she keeps the others. The uh, others. I haven't seen that one. Oh, you have to see That's the others. That's not the one with Liv Tyler. No, it's the one with um, Nicole Kidman. Oh. Yeah. 2001. Hmm. It is so good. Interesting. Me and my mom have watched that movie probably like 10 times. Yeah. I've really it's, been it's coming to grips with my feelings about Nicole Kidman recently. Mm, yes. Like prompted by Big, Big Little, Little Lies, Lies, of course. And just having her be so present in the cultural moment. She And I have to say. I was never a huge fan until that, until Big, Lo- Big well, Little Lies. Well, the funny thing is I've always been vocal about not liking her. Oh. This is rude. I don't okay. know her. <laughs> It's irrational. Mm -hmm. We all do it. I have been vocal about not liking her. Um, But when I think about it, I like so many movies that she's been in. And she's an extremely qualified actress. And I've really had to sit with myself and And be be like, like, girl, where is this coming from? (laughs) And you know what? I don't know where. Everybody has the thing. I think it's more of a habit. I just started doing it at some point. and And then it just became a thing that you say. Yeah. Uh, but I want to apologize to you, Nicole. <laughs> you're wonderful. Really, you're a wonderful actress. She's been in... Everything. So many things. Everything. She has 87 credits as an actor. Unbelievable. She has one, two, three, four, five, six things in pre-production and post-production right now. Damn. She's in three TV series right now she is that bitch she's working she's, she's working. out here okay i All didn't right. realize she was so out here yeah who knew well now we she do. knew her bank knew <laughs> she be knowing mm-hmm. uh keith urban is she that her like, man's i don't know i think it is the I'm australian really country singer a, i don't know much about her own her her life if i'm gonna be honest i think when i lived in south africa mm. we got lots of like british tabloids yeah and i think because she's australian they cover her like uh, you know what i mean yeah. like there yeah, were yeah. i read a lot about her just like ambiently in magazines yeah. like okay magazine um hello she's, she was born in hawaii oh huh okay Anyway, yeah. so <laughs> the skeleton key would be one of my ridiculous propositions. Yes. My other ridiculous proposition, which is not a horror movie, mm-hmm. but is probably is like the most fear mm-hmm. I felt after viewing something. Darren Aronofsky's Requiem for a Dream. Oh, yeah. Horrifying. 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 I horrifying. literally, I had to break horrifying. up watching that movie. I paused in the middle. I, I actually watched it for the first time at Interlochen. Mm. And I had to pause in the middle, go down, eat food, come back, finish it. And then I had to sit and watch the entire Lion King in order to c- get out of feeling so disgusted. I watched all of Titanic and that's <laughs> how I got my way out. Yeah. But you, you can't have to There's dig no out way. of that. There is no yeah. way. No way. <laughs> After you see what's her name? Jennifer Connelly Ugh. going fucking ass to ass.
Jesus. That you can just that you can just go about like, your regular tap life. down the yeah. top of your laptop and roll over and go, go to, to sleep. Bitch. <laughs> you need to there process. Is. I am processing <laughs> everything I just saw right now. I felt high while I was watching that movie. I was like, I think I might be on drugs. It was. I think I was in a K hole, and I've never done ketamine, but that's I think <laughs> what it feels like. Based I, on uh, that is one of the, the the rare movies you watch and are like affected you yeah. know it hurt me yeah we were all hurt by that that's how i felt with hereditary though i have not seen hereditary but it's tony collette right yeah love tony collette that film mm. it's a film i hated it right after i saw it mm-hmm. and then i left the theater and I couldn't stop thinking about it for weeks mm-hmm. and am afraid to watch it again. Mm-hmm. I will not see it again. No, you will not. Not this year. Okay. I'm going to wait. It is that like on the level of like being affected by a movie. It's the same for me. Like what, how Requiem for a Dream was like, oh God. Yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. Oh, I cried through like the entire movie. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a whole lot. So those are my ridiculous assertions. Mm-hmm. My actual answer is, of course, Jordan Peele's Get Out. Do you smoke in front of my daughter? I'm going to quit. She can take care of that for you. How? Hypnosis. I'm good, actually. Are you ready for this? I'm back in the beat. So look, I go do my research. Apparently, a whole bunch of brothers been missing in this suburb. But it's cool. Bro, how you not scared of this, man? Couldn't see no brother around here. Chris was just telling me how he felt much more comfortable with my being here. Get out. Sorry, man. Get out! Yo! Rose, we gotta go. Is everything okay? Rose, the keys. Just get the keys. I don't know where they are. Rose! Sink into the floor. Wait, 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 wait. Sink. Okay. Without a doubt. Really? Yes, absolutely. Hmm. Okay. So speak your truth, Shivana. You make I... all kinds of faces <laughs> over there. What you got to say? I, okay. I enjoyed Get Out. What was the, I enjoyed Us. She I said, what was the, <sighs> the, she said Us. I couldn't remember what the, the second one was called. Um, and I love what he's doing for black people in the that genre because we don't get to do a lot of horror. Like, work. it's constantly, like, black people are constantly making movies about being black. Mm-hmm. And it, even if we're not making the movie, if black people are in the movie, it's about either, like what happened to black people or like the, the something about the story has to do with you being black in order right. for you to be the lead of this thing. Well, you better black it right up. Yeah. It's like, okay, is it about slavery? No, but it's probably about police brutality. Oh, it's not about that. Is it about like, uh, I don't know, some other black shit. Every time Shivana gets <laughs> called in for a job, she thinks it's going to be cool. And then they it's make her put on wi- literal rags and pretend <laughs> to be a slave. <laughs> happened every time it only happened once or twice just once or twice ladies and gentlemen honestly one of the most just uh, 
Like, it was hilarious, but I was also so hurt. I've never been more excited to, to go in for something. I was like, I am going to be a ghost hunter. This is my dream come true. I've watched ghost, like, ghost stuff on, like, I don't know, travel channel, anything. Me and I, my mom. You're that girl. I always wondered. I always wondered and who it was. watched all of the ghost shows. So when I got to go in and they said, you've been hired, you're ghost hunter. And I said, fuck, yes, I am. I went in. No one knew what was happening. We had to go all the way to New Jersey. Then we all get our parts assigned and me and the one other black girl, it's like, oh, you're 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 the slave that gets her ear cut off and then she gets hanged. I said, <laughs> what? Mm-mm-mm. I said, sir, I'm actually here for the um, the, the ghost hunter part. They said, oh, no, honey, not you. You're the slave that gets her ear cut off because you were eavesdropping. That's what happened. It was it was really a it's an eye opening moment. Anyway, so yeah, uh, about the the things that I like about Jordan Peele are that he's creating these <laughs> movies where black people get to be the leads and they get to do all of this stuff and nothing it doesn't have to do with being black. Like, that's why I liked Us. Get Out, obviously, is about racism. But he does it in a way that it doesn't feel like, um, I don't know. It doesn't feel like the only reason you're going to watch this is because, you know, it's it's not something like 12 Years a Slave or mm. like a Tyler Perry movie or something. It's I don't know. There's something different about it. Yeah. It just it, it made it interesting. And I'm excited to see what he does. But I will say, all of these people talking about he's the master of horror and this and that. I'm like, no. Sit down. Sit down. No. I would not make that argument. Yeah. And that's not why I chose it. Why did you choose it? I think Get Out is just a genius film. Mm -hmm. Really and truly, I think it just fully showcases what is amazing about Jordan Peele, which is that he's humorous and he's clever mm-hmm. uh, and he's very unafraid. He's like very connected to unvarnished truth. Yeah. And I love that. Um, and I thought it was scary. Like as someone mm-hmm who feels deeply traumatized Mm. by the insidious supremacy of white people. Mm. I lived in Portland, Oregon for four (laughs) years. Let us never forget. Mm. I didn't watch Get Out for like a year because I was like, I think I need a minute before (laughs) I circle back to that. And then I saw it and I was screaming the entire Mm -hmm. time because it was just so accurate yeah it's, uh, it is a, a very interesting depiction of like the way that black people view situations like when he's in that party and yeah. kind of just looking around and it's just like all of these white people that it just like almost feels like they're there to eat you yeah recently i've been dealing with a lot of fetish fe- fetis- fetishization fe- fetishization sure i don't know what it is but all this in the last two weeks 
anytime I, I, I bartend, anytime I can see it in their eyes when they're about to do it and mm. they all come up and they go, I love your hair. Okay. And I'm Here just we like, go. thank you. It's so pretty. And I'm like, okay, thanks. Like, but there, it, there, it's not like a compliment and a normal complimenting right. way. And that's what like it felt like when he's looking around and all of those people are kind of looking at him and just like figuring out what they like about him and what, you know, and I'm just like, ugh. I fully understand that. Yeah. It is terrifying. I think, yeah, the fact that it kind of like shows the kind of everyday things that you feel that you can't call out even though they are violent and terrifying, mm-hmm. he depicts it in a way so that everyone can see that it's scary. Yeah. And I think that that is so productive because mm-hmm. I think so much of wanting to talk about race with white partners or friends or colleagues or whatever is just people being defensive and gaslighting you Mm -hmm. and telling you that you're overreacting or that there's nothing there and that they can't see it. And he was able to depict these things that like we as black people, we all know, you know, this is like the inside joke. Mm -hmm. He's able to make it visible for everyone to be like afraid. I feel Mm -hmm. like no matter who you are, when you watch that movie, for some reason or another, you are afraid. And I think that's really amazing. Like, I think I heard a lot from white friends that it, like, made them think about themselves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think people don't really want to do that. Well, I mean, yeah, nobody wants to, I don't know, look in the mirror. And it was just so funny. And yeah, I think there were times that were really scary, like Mm -hmm. sinking to the floor. I think about that all the time. Oh, terrifying. The, yeah, he, he does, he has this, the thing that I struggled with, with both of them, like I loved both of them, but with Get Out and with Us, I feel like there's almost too much humor for me, I'm like, I just am a little like... Oh, so horror is not allowed to be funny? There totally should be some humor I thought horror. you said your favorite horror movie was Scream. I mean, it is, yeah. And Scream's basically a comedy film, girl. Scream is a very special place in my heart. Okay, wait, 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 wait. You can't, you can't squirm out from under this. No, I think... These two things are extremely contradictory. I think that the way that he is using humor is more like scream has humorous moments but it's because it's like a parody Uh whereas the things that he has in his films are literally just funny you know what i mean like i don't know because scream is it's like a movie with like talking about itself okay whereas like the humor that's in so self-referential humor is okay in horror but like the amount of jokes, like actual like jokes and comedy and the way that it's shot and stuff. I'm like, that's like it's riding the line. I would argue that there's not that many actual jokes other than Lil Rel Howard's character. Yeah. 
He his cracks whole character jokes. is is it, yeah yeah, but he's like a joke cracking friend. Yeah, I don't think other than him, there's really just jokes in the movie. I don't I'm just think saying. I don't I don't think as much with Get Out, but with Us, I was like, there's so it's like it's so, it's so good, but I was like, and it's such an entertaining movie, but I was just like, this just it's like a horror comedy. But Lupita though, she's amazing. Still a horror comedy. We like can agree the to whole disagree. the 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 uh the white family their whole relationship is like it's a comedy and then they have like the whole scene in the car with them talking about how many uh how many of them each of them is killed and like it you know i love both of them but i th- i think they ride the line of being too funny for me okay but i'm excited for the next one i'd be curious to hear more about how you've set up this dichotomy between funniness and horrorness, so Mm -hmm. to speak. Hmm. I don't know. Not to, not right now. Yeah. I'd have to think about it. Just as like something to think about. (laughs) Shall we move it right along? Yeah. Um, so our first movie, it's kind of a random first pick, but, um, we chose to watch in the tall grass. Did you hear that? Someone out there? about this. I think we should head back to the road. Becky? Travis? Who are you? What's going on? I came looking for you. What? How did you get here before us? I don't know. My boy, he's lost in here too. This is nuts. It's only a feel. I'm never gonna find her. <laughs> you can find things, but it's easier once they're dead. Uh, it's on Netflix right now. Uh, I don't know how to say the director's name. Vincen- Vin- Vince- Vincenzo. Vincenzo. Natalie. Natalie. I don't know. Vincenzo Natalie. <laughs> Something like that. Something um, like that. But uh, it's a, it's also a Stephen King. It's Shout out. based on the book uh, by Stephen King and his son in the tall grass. It's a novella, I guess. Oh. Yeah. Um, we also picked this because a friend of mine is in is the lead in it as well. So Exciting. shout out to Avery. Um, that's super, super cool. But uh, yeah. What did you think? I was going to start with mm-hmm. this movie launches you right Directly in. into the heart <laughs> of the plot, bitch. Yeah. It, there's I was... no set. Like, we're literally, I think we Woo! ordered food. Yeah. And, like, I opened the bag and I was like, shit, they're already in the grass. They were already in the grass. Um, spoilers, obviously. So many spoilers. But um, <laughs> the, it's like three minutes in and then they're already in it right um but the thing that i i loved about this was that 
And and it's something else that Stephen King does, and like with uh, what what what's it called? Ah, Gerald's Game, where the entire movie is her trapped on a bed. Mm. You know, she's handcuffed to a headboard. That's the enti- That's the whole plot. And then how she gets out of it, and that's kind of what I love is they didn't make it boring. Like mm. I, I was like, how is this going to be interesting? How are they going to keep my attention? And that's what I thought going into this because I was like, okay, so they're trapped in the grass and they can't find each other. So how are they going to make this interesting? Mm -hmm. And I think they did a good job of like making the plot kind of complicated and you're kind of sitting there trying to figure out what's going on. How is it all going to fit together? And then um, just making it interesting. But yeah, it jumps right the fuck in. Yeah. You literally, the credits stop rolling. A pregnant woman is puking out the side of a van. They hear yeah. a child screaming in the corn. They run in. We're like 90 seconds into this movie. Yeah. It's, you're like, oh, okay. Okay. So we are literally the entire... in the tall grass. Yeah. I think for me, one of the biggest takeaways, I wish there was way more grass as metaphor. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they picked such a, beautiful location to film the movie the grass was so very tall oh yes and it moved beautifully it made amazing sounds Mm -hmm. and i felt like they kind of leaned into that yeah but i wanted so much more of it Mm -hmm. because i felt like it was such a unique atmosphere yeah to create tension in Mm -hmm. and i have not read the novella uh (laughs) I would presume that the grass takes on some kind of metaphorical meaning within I would the text. I assume that the grass is a character. And there is, of course, the line both of us <laughs> got cut up on. It's just flesh and it's all flesh, flesh is just grass. I am still, you know, that that is like something a high person says. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait. What? All flesh is just grass. That still, I think that is, yeah. But it felt to me like it was, Mm. it was a leftover from like what actually happens in the book, you know, of like what the grass means, Mm -hmm. and that's why it stood out. Got put in, right? Like Like for some reason, when they did the adaptation, yeah, someone left that line in. And you're like, and you're like, what? Wait, because there is probably something more in the beginning of the book or something that's like, you know, I mean, it's like everything is a everything is a part of the cycle or everything, you know, you you bury you you die, you go into the the ground, and then the ground is the grass, and all grass is flesh, you know. That's. Exactly. That's what I would imagine. It's my takeaway. Anyway. But um, so yeah, I really felt like there was more opportunity for the grass to really take center yeah. stage in this film. I yeah. wanted more grass, more dynamic. I grass. wanted more Tobin. I wanted less <laughs> Tobin. I wish I had never seen Tobin. Oh, this this child actor. How do we describe him? Is... I described him in a really good way while we were watching it, and no, now I can't, I can't remember. remember. He is a fantastic actor, Mm-mm-mm. but he is so disturbing, so terrifying. He oh he, oh he, he I remember feels like a grown man, right? But is a child, so it's very disconcerting. I believe what I said is. 
he's got the head of a 40 year old man on <laughs> hey arnold's body oh <laughs> i believe yeah that, that is, is what uh, i said that's what you said and i think that i stand behind that <laughs> that kind of captures this disjunctured and uncanny yeah. stature of this terrifying, terrifying <laughs> child. He seems like there's something he so could wrong with be him. Seven feet tall, Mm-mm. but he's you know still child size. But he's like I've, eleven. It's he's they picked the right kid. Ooh, because he is he's scary. He's very scary. Um, the fu- so as we're watching this. Uh, the, so the the base the basic plot is um, a brother and sister get lured into this tall grass and then basically eaten because that's pretty much what happens immediately about f- I don't know fifteen minutes in they're yes. like both dead yeah dead immediately and then you know it it turns into what, what would you even say? It's like a time travel Right. So uh, basically what happens is that the dead sister who was pregnant at the time of her mm-hmm. demise, her name is Becky. Yes. <laughs> Becky. Becky. So Becky done gone and died with her mm-hmm. unborn child. And her baby daddy, Travis, mm-hmm. uh, comes searching for her. Yes. And he just so happens to pass by the church of the Redeemer of the Black Rock. Which, first of all, okay, the, I'm, see, I'm already confused. Okay. The The movie starts with the, the brother and sister. They go in the grass. They die. They die. Cut to the future. Two months later, the boyfriend of the, of the, of the, of Becky. Of Becky finds their car and then wanders into the grass Mm -hmm. my question is how is he the first one to discover this car it's very confusing and also all of the other cars there are cars there from every decade there is a car decades past it's like a freaking uh car show they made a point of including a car from every era to show us how how many people had obviously visibly Yes. visibly died in that spot none of these cars are hidden no and i'm like and but all that those car people has are... gps it's confusing it's not like the grass has taken prostitutes it's very confusing the grass has taken regular people who have families that are probably calling the police it's a plot hole. how have the police not found this it's hard to overlook their whole ass car mm. we start on shaky ground yeah you're right but um bypassing all of that he goes into the grass he goes into and the then grass. we figure out so he finds her dead body he finds her dead body but then he also, also finds, finds her... tobin's father oh yeah yeah and tobin's father mm-hmm. had seen becky at the time of her demise he had appeared out of the grass yes told her that he was lost in the grass with tobin and his wife natalie mm-hmm. natalie and that he was going to help her yes um and we kind of the last we see becky Mm -hmm. is with tobin's father so we know to be wary of him well i mean it's patrick wilson and he's constantly looking evil that's what he does professionally always like even when he's the good guy in a movie i'm like i don't trust him Mm -hmm. there's no reason to. he has uh just a swindler's face Mm -mm -mm. In films. In real life, he looks 
very attractive. Mm. Um, I knew you would take it there. <laughs> I knew you would. But in the movies, I am always wary. Yeah, that's fair. You know? He's uh, proven himself at this point. Yeah. Not to be trusted. No. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> he finds Tobin's father. Oh, I think he finds Tobin first. Uh, and mm-hmm. Tobin takes Tobin... him to the dead body of Becky. That's yeah. what it is. And Tobin's like, you don't remember me? And he's like, I've never met you before. Right. And so we at the audi- as the audience are a little bit, we're confused. Yeah. We're like, what? Yeah. Um, and, then... and the little boy keeps on saying something cryptic about how... Uh, the grass doesn't yeah. hide dead things. Yeah, the grass. No, the grass doesn't move dead things. The grass doesn't move dead things. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because in the beginning you see the, <laughs> the the brother and sister trying to find each other and they can't find each other and they're like, "How? You're right next to me. I can hear you." And then they jump into the air and it's like, "Oh, you're right there." And they jump again and somehow they're you know twenty five yards away from each other. So the grass moves people around. So the you grass can't makes you find. lose your bearings. Yeah. You can't figure out where you are. It's a very confusing time. So Travis is now in the grass. He's with Tobin. He's trying to find Becky, the mother of his unborn child. He's found her body. He's devastated. He's trying to find his way out of the grass. Turns out there is no way out. Mm-hmm. He just can't find it. Nope. Crazy. How? Uh, and yeah. So it's like, Obviously, there's something supernatural going on here, and everyone kind of buys in. Yeah. Um, and then mm-hmm. Weird, Weird runs into Becky and her brother. And you're like, but you were dead, but now I you're alive. I saw your whole corpse. Yeah. I saw your whole corpse. I s- so how are you alive? It's, yeah. So now we're like, what's going on? Oh, there's some sort of time circle thing happening. Mm-mm-mm. And... uh I'm still kind of not sure how that worked. There was no formal explanation. Okay. No. I didn't miss that. It was freaky okay. and it was mysterious. It was absolutely supernatural. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all that Stephen King thinks that we need to know about that. Which I really, I, 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 I'm all about that. I know that I you're just glad that it's not know. aliens. I was so upset when we were... <laughs> So the, the, there's something going on in this grass that has to do with a a giant rock. Mm, it's a black rock. That's in the middle of the field. And as soon as we saw it, I said, oh, shit. It's definitely aliens. It's always aliens. It, the the book It, it's aliens. Uh, Dreamcatcher, it's aliens. Tommyknockers, it's aliens. Under the dome, it's aliens. It's always aliens with him. And he sets me up. He sets me up every time. <laughs> like, I'll calm go down. through the whole thing. I'll be like, oh, shit. What's happening? This crazy clown is from outer space. God, no. Anyway. I so you don't very need to pleased. Know. I don't want to know. Mm. Don't tell me if it was aliens. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to go with it was a Native American curse. Oh. That's my guess. Okay. Yeah. there. Didn't you see the, the carvings in the stone? There were. <laughs> there were, there there were, were some uh, kind of tribal yeah. <laughs> tribal drawings or etchings, sketches, etchings, if you will. Etchings. In I the like, rock face mm-hmm. of the Black Rock. Yeah. 
So, you know. Yeah, so we see kind of these characters looping in and out of the grass, dying in various ways. At one point, Becky gives birth. Becky gives birth to a grass baby. To a grass baby. And then the Tobin's father kills it. Yeah. Um, Oh, but the the very interesting, that's what I was going to loop back to. This brother and sister mm, mm, mm. who the entire uh, first, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes of the movie, I thought were like husband and wife. Yeah, they did give off that vibe. Yeah, which I guess is sort of the point. Cause Why we, do you say that? Well, later in the, <laughs> you, in once they, uh, once the boyfriend comes back into the picture, he's like, they get into that fight, you know, and, mm. and Travis says something like, You've always wanted to fuck your sister. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He does say that. You're yep, right. Yeah, he does. And then he gets dropped off the roof. Yeah. And I thought that was a move. It was definitely a move. That was, I was like, this is not the time for y'all to be fighting amongst yourself. I was here for it. I was, I mean. I'm messy. It was very messy. Yeah. And then, you know, people do the thing that no one actually does when there is any sort of um imminent supernatural danger they all split up and run mm-hmm. in different directions immediately especially in a field of grass designed that already to move you apart from each other so that you can yeah. never find each other or the way out which you all at this point <sighs> do know so that so, part was the that was probably probably the the part in the movie where i was like uh why are we doing this the horror movie thing like everything else is so intelligent yeah that was stupid. And that's like, okay, I get everybody's emotional, everybody's this, everybody's that. And I'm like, but nobody. Like, you be mad. You can glare. You can be mad. You ain't running out into the field. I don't, I, Absolutely not. Ugh. Oh, this is Lord. not Deborah Cox's Nobody's Supposed to Be Here video. <laughs> it's definitely not. Deborah. But. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm getting a lot of text messages. Should we, should we pause? <laughs> no. I'm back. I'm back. Okay, I'm in it. Back. I'm in it. Um, <coughs> all in all, I thought that it was a super interesting and different, just like horror style. I thought it was. I thought it was cool. I felt like the bare bones were there for a rollicking good time. Oh, I yeah. loved the premise. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it was unexpected. It kept yeah. me guessing. Yeah. There were kind of like multiple supernatural elements layering on top of one another. Not exactly all simultaneously or like linearly. Anything that kind of starts to play with linearity where I'm not really sure where, where I am in yeah, the timeline exactly. and like what's true, what's not. Is I, it that's Looper? Great. Yeah. Who is knows? It? And I then and time travel is always one of those where you're just like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Absolutely. So not. you just you just buy in. You just so keep I love I loved that. I did love that. There yeah. was zero character development in a way yeah. that was shocking. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked. <laughs> uh, by the uh, like, what do we know about these characters? This bitch yeah. is pregnant. She's That's her pregnant. brother. He's trying to fuck. Yeah, he's over, and he's a, there's a man who impregnated her. We don't know anything about them. That's true. I don't care about them at all. Which I wonder if we need to though. I you know think what I mean? we do. 
Because I think we either mm-hmm. need to know about them or, or we need to know about Tobin and yeah. Tobin's family. And we don't really get anything about that either. No, yeah, that's And true. it's just yeah. like, well, why are you back here cursed mm-hmm. in this grass why murdering people how long have you been here yeah how are you related to this church because they made it very clear that he was like some kind of religious figure yeah so i'm just i'm lost by that i am a little lost by that i'm a little lost in like how okay so this rock if you touch it imbues you with some sort of like grass power Mm. but what is that i don't know there's a lot of unanswered questions a lot of unanswered questions yeah and I think I could have go- I could have foregone some of the unanswered questions mm-hmm. if I knew about and cared about or, the characters more. Or why it started, I guess. Yeah. Because there are so many cars, so you have to assume that this keeps happening to different families. So I wonder, how does it keep, like, what, what's, does it just pick whoever it can? Or how did it, you know, did it start with a curse? Was there yeah. something that happened? Yeah. Is it an Indian burial ground? You're really leaning into Look, that narrative. I think that that's, it's pretty clear. Yeah, that's yeah. what you want. Mm-hmm. It's Poltergeist. This is the prequel. Mm. This is where it started. And then they're going to they're gonna mow all the grass and they're going to build that development. And mm. then Poltergeist happens. Damn. Yeah. There it is. I see the vision. It's I right. See, it's, I see the vision. It's all right there. <laughs> this is what I need to do with my life. I should just make the like the prequel to every classic, but just make them completely unrelated. I see that for you. <laughs> I absolutely see that for you. It'd be <laughs> great. Like I can imagine the people that did Poltergeist coming coming out and being like, "Yeah, that's actually that's what happened." How do you know? I'm like, yeah, it's my favorite movie. It comes from within. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what else I have to say about this film. Other thoughts? Yeah. Mm. I normally do two or three movies in one one go. Are you watching any other horror-related things right now? Uh, No? mm, no. Did you watch, um, the, uh... I was going to say The Haunted Mansion, but I think that's because we recently watched, watched Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Yeah. Uh, we watched... Uh, that actually kind of fits with this one. In the Tall Grass, we watched uh, Stay Out of the Basements, part one and two, which is also about a man made of grass. Dad was wild. <laughs> he needed to calm several steps down. He was freaking out. This is why men... I mean, mm-hmm. it's like... give them a hobby yes get that energy out but it's got to be the right hobby sis because otherwise he's going to be downstairs injecting himself with fucking lettuce DNA bitch like you need to stay woke he said what's going on in your own house (laughs) your children are calling you screaming bitch saying dad is up to something he has green blood and he's beating us mom growing out of his head and she's over there like Oh, I'm sure it's fine. Girl. And then the grass man nearly kills them. Mm-hmm. Mom comes back to town and is just like, ah, what happened while I was gone? Oh, your dad turned into a grass demon? That happens. Irresponsible. Totally 
fine with it. On that Home Alone parenting plan. I was like, if, if this, if that was, he would be so divorced right now. Deeply. My God. Deeply divorced. Yeah. So I guess that is the, uh, the the second thing that we watched. Yeah, was Goosebumps. I really enjoyed that. Oh, yeah. Uh, but no, I don't think I'm watching anything else horror related unless you count reality television. I mean, kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching... Uh, I'm watching the Hulu masterpiece, Light as a Feather. Oh, God. <laughs> You're still on it. I have watched... 14 episodes wow it is a very um it's one of those you just get sucked in because they're 20 minutes long it's Mm -hmm. like candy you're Mm -hmm. like i know this isn't good for me but like it it's fun that's how i feel about that show it is ridiculous if you have you know an entire afternoon you want to waste i say go for it absolutely yeah so would you recommend in the tall grass if you ain't got shit else to do, then <laughs> yeah, pop it mm-hmm. up, cue it up, girl. Right. I don't know that I need to mm-hmm. invest my time in it. Yeah. I did, I'm not mad that I watched it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's no type of special, but. I would recommend it. I would. Yeah. I just, but I'm also just a Stephen King fan. I like to watch whatever whatever has got his name attached. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would uh, I'd I'd give it a thumbs up. All right. Yeah. Would you like to guess its IMDb score? Ooh, I'm going to out go of ten. Six point three. Five point five. Wow. I yeah. think that's a little harsh. It is. I think I. Th- Yeah, I'd give it more than half. I would give it a solid six point. Yeah. Six point something. Let's see about Rotten Tomatoes. Maybe that was my score, a 6.3. I feel Mm. comfortable with that. Yeah. Do you want to give it a guess? Ooh. It's worse? (laughs) I didn't mean to give you a a hint there. 36%. 38. Mm. Yeah. Damn. 41 audience score. Rude. Very. I don't think that's necessary. No. It wasn't that bad. It's, I wouldn't, I would never. It's, it's, yeah. it's a perfectly watchable film. Exactly. All right. So, I don't know what we're going to watch next. Parasite. Oh, yes. Yeah. We keep hearing, I keep hearing good things. Uh, one of the, one of my fellow actors that's super into horror movies and she does like, she, she uh, cre- she directs and all of that, you know, in the horror genre said it was fantastic. Okay. So. I'm, uh, Let's get into it. Yeah. All right. So give us a thumbs up, rate and review, and you can follow us on Instagram at Oh the Horror and on Twitter at Oh the Horror Pod.